Say it like what? Hey. Yeah, you can say it like that. Hey guys, welcome back to episode two of the Amateur Analyst. I'm joined here with Josh Estes. What's up? So, Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we begin. Well, I graduated in 2019 at Winfield City High School. Uh, I'm currently enrolled at South Alabama in Mobile. I throw javelin. Uh, I like hiking. Camping, yeah, he likes stuff hiking. Stuff like that. I've been with Loved him. Loved outdoors. Uh, you're, you're, he's, Josh is actually Joseph's brother. Or yes, one, yes. The better looking brother. Yeah, he's the better looking Estes. There you go. Uh, so you kind of you're kind of modest about the javelin. You're actually a D one javelin thrower athlete. Yeah, kind of a big deal, you know. But I don't like I don't like telling people that. Yeah, I mean, how many books ha- have, do you have written about you? Six. Six. Dang. Yeah. Right. And people are all the time like trying to get my autograph stuff like that. So. Yeah, hey, I mean, you're giving me an autograph before you leave, right? Yeah, I know. And I'll I'll take a picture too. Oh God, yes. Okay, I'll set that one on. All right. So, do you know who the Jameson family is? No clue. Okay, well, they're all dead. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. On October 8th, 2009, the Jamison family, which consisted of Bobby, who was the husband, Sherilyn, who was the wife, and their six-year-old daughter, Madison, uh, they loaded a pickup truck and drove away and were never seen alive again. So they uh, lived in a small town in Oklahoma called Eufalia. Uh, but the family was looking to buy a 40-acre plot of land in an area in the San Boys Mountain Range called Red Oak. And their plan was to live, you know, like those uh, containers behind 18-wheelers? Y- yeah. The car, like the, oh, the, yeah, cargo? the, car- yeah. the cargo, yeah. yeah. You explained that terribly. Yeah, yes, Will. We're sitting, Will Aldridge is also joining us for a little bit. He's about to leave. He's, so. he's a nobody. He's a nobody, yeah. The term you're looking for is a trailer. All right, shut up. Well, well I couldn't ahead. say. Well, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you're right, but I couldn't say trailer because they're planning on living in it. That's what a mobile home is. No, it's not. They're not living in a mobile home. They're living in a literally. Oh, like an actual, like, like an actual cargo. Oh, okay, okay. Like okay. Behind an eight. So a trailer would be confusing. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So Will yeah, was sorry. talking. So they were gonna live in it. Which is weird. They had a house, but they were going to sell it and then just move this trailer into a very secluded mountain and live in it. But this was uh, probably a last-minute decision because later Cheryl's son from a previous relationship saw his mother two weeks before their disappearance, and he says that she made no mention of uh, a plan to relocate. So, again, this brings us to October 8, 2009, which is when the family loaded their pickup truck and headed to the mountains. And uh, after several days of not being heard from, a search for the family began. So they went a few days, nobody heard from them. Mm-hmm. After eight days of being missing, the family's truck was found in uh, a county close to where they were going to buy this plot of land. Uh, what was interesting is the truck showed no signs of damage, but did show evidence that the family hadn't been planning on being away for a long time. Inside, they found Bobby and Cheryl's cell phone, Bobby's wallet and Cheryl's purse, GPS maps and the family's malnourished dog named Maisie. Ugh. The dog was in there for eight days with no food. Poor dog. Before you start getting upset, 
dog survived eight days by eating its own feces. Yeah, that just makes the whole situation a little bit better. Yeah. So the dog, okay, the dog is alive. I made sure to research this. The dog's alive, actually living with uh, Bobby's mother right now. What? Yeah, the dog's alive. Oh, it was just Mountaineers. Like it was just Mountaineers. Oh, okay, I, I said okay, it okay. survived by oh, eating okay. its own poop. I wasn't kidding. Yeah, I thought you meant like it survived like that eight day, but it died later. Oh okay. no, no, no! Okay. It, it's, it's healthy now. But also in the truck was uh, thirty two thousand dollars in cash. So what was strange is both Bobby and Cheryl was on disability, and it was no secret that they were financially unstable. Cheryl suffered from bipolar disorder and had prescribed medication, and Bobby was in a car accident in 2003 and had chronic back pain, which affect, which affected his mood for obvious reasons. What was even kind of made the situation worse is they would often reject taking their medicine. Uh, the money led investigators to suggest that the couple had an involvement in d- drug dealing, which could have led to the family's disappearance. Uh, Will Aldridge says, Loved ones close to the family denied that Bobby and Cheryl would have brought their daughter along with them to conduct a drug deal. They didn't deny the drugs, though. So they never said, no, they would never do drugs, but said, if just they did do drugs. Just not run the kid. Yeah, just not run the kid, which, I mean, I'm not, I, I've never done crack cocaine, which they thought they were doing, but I feel like if you're super addicted, you don't care. I don't think you would care. Yeah. yeah. You're making money. I don't yeah. think you mind. Most unsettling was a picture on Bobby's phone of Madison that was determined to be taken the day before the disappearance, and you've seen this picture. Yeah, you showed it to me earlier, but... I really cannot describe what is going on. The, like she doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't even look like she knows the picture was taken. Yeah, like this is. Uh, there's been some interesting theories around this picture. It's you can't. I can't tell if she's about to break into tears or if she's about to start laughing. Yeah, that's it's what I'm ha- saying. Like I can't, I can't describe it's, it. I'll post this picture on my Instagram. She's either scared or happy. <laughs> yeah, my Instagram is at the amateur analyst. But this picture is very eerie. I mean, that's all I have to say. It's there, there. But you notice how she's looking away from the camera? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, she, I don't even think she can tell it was being taken. Yeah, so that's – this spurred a theory that we're not going to look at today, but I'll mention real quick that she's looking away from the camera, and some people think that when you get a picture taken of you by your parents, you look at your parents, right? Yeah. You're, you're six years old. You're always going to be looking at your parents. They think that somebody else took this picture, and her parents were standing off to the side where she was looking. Which is interesting. That, that would make, yeah, that would it, make sense. It, it makes some sense, but it's just, it's interesting. After the truck was found, the case went cold for four years until on November sixteenth, two thousand thirteen, a group of hunters discovered the skeletal remains of two adults and one child. Testing later confirmed what everyone knew: the bones belonged to Bobby, Sherilyn, and Madison Jamison. The bones were found under three miles away from where the truck was, and were too badly decomposed to determine the cause of death. I just wrote that I feel like if anybody needed to hide a body, don't do it in Alabama because we have so many hunters. I always feel like that in every one of these stories, hunters are the person that finds yeah. the bodies. So you said it was the bodies were found within three miles of the truck. Yeah, and, and it, it took them how long to find it? Four years by a group of hunters. But like that I makes mean, no sense. Yeah, searchers, searchers aren't one hundred percent accurate. But you would figure within it was like two point five or two point six miles. Yeah, you'd figure that they would look there, and it was yeah. actually found on a trail yeah which is okay so i guess it wasn't that big a priority to find them i guess but the bones show no evidence of being placed there it's like they fell there so it's not like somebody 
killed him and then brought him there. Yeah. But anyways, after That's the weird. yeah, everybody, I mean, after the bodies were found, the police started looking into the case again. Four was, years later. Yeah, four years later. They just they thought oh it's a drug case they're all dead yeah. they're kidnapped. So after looking into the case again, they found surveillance footage outside the Jamisons' home showing Bobby and Sherilyn walking back and forth from their house to their truck, in what I have to describe as a trance. They would no they never said a word. They were emotionless. Emotionless. What how you say that? Emotionless. Emotionless. Emo- yes, emotionless. No, I don't think that's how it's said. Yeah, I do. Okay, y'all know what I mean. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, sometimes they'd be carrying boxes to the truck, and sometimes they wouldn't be carrying it, anything at all. They were even seen taking items that they just carried to the truck back into their house. Okay, so these people were definitely not okay in the head. They were not During okay, yeah, I know. these surveillance. Yeah, but it's like their neighbors. Yeah, yeah you know what? You'll find out. <laughs> uh, what was so eerily to me is multiple times in the videos, the couple would just stop what they're doing no matter where they were. They would just stop. And then just stare, like doing nothing. They would stand perfectly still for minutes at a time. Ghost. Yeah, and they had a That's vacant look on their face. They loaded for over like 30 minutes and never said a word to each other. That's it, so... It's literally like they were zombies. Ghost. That's what they were. They were ghosts. Oh, funny you say that because prior to their disappearance, the family believed that they were being haunted by evil spirits. I'm correct. You're, well... Well, <laughs> uh, what was funny is this. Okay, I mentioned how Sherilyn had depression and anxiety, and yeah, yeah, and she hadn't been taking her medicine, and it was very severe. So she began to believe that her daughter's imaginary friend was actually a evil entity, and she was six years old. Ugh. And it's perfectly normal for six year olds to have imaginary friends. Yeah, you see that in every single horror movie nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so this ended up affecting Bobby too. He had developed a paranoia that the family was being haunted by evil spirits. At one point, he asked the pastor if he knew of anywhere he could purchase special bullets to shoot a handful of spirits whom he said were living on the roof of the family's home. I wonder what kind of reaction he got out of that. I mean, imagine going to church and you're like, hey, <laughs> you got some bullets I can shoot these spirits with? Bobby also confessed to planning on trying to exercise, exercise, like exorcist, exercise the spirits in the home with the help of a copy of the Satanic Bible that he had purchased. So my guy had a Satanic Bible. His wife had a witchcraft book, so he wasn't alone in Mm -hmm. that weird... Spells. Yeah, spells. She had allegedly bought it as a joke, but like... Oh, good joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Uh, uh, Okay, you know that storage container I was talking about? Yeah. So graffiti was written on it by Sherilyn... And it said, oh God, it said a lot of creepy things, but the creepiest is, witches did not like it, exact words, quote, witches did not like it when their cats were killed, end quote. So these people were normal? Yeah, they were, yeah. Normal people. They're a lot like us. Yeah. Uh, Friends and neighbors of Sherilyn told police that she had told them she believed she was a witch and these messages were important to come across. She wrote these messages because she believed that some of these black cats, like, you know, witchcraft and black yeah. cats go. She believed that black cats were being burned by her neighbors. Which, if they did burn some black cats, they probably messed up in the head as well. Yeah. That doesn't sound normal. Yeah. So, a friend of Sherilyn's told police that she sometimes conducted seances with Sherilyn 
though Sherilyn took them much more seriously than she did. Do you know what a seance is? No. So a seance is a you uh you sit in a table and hold hands and then like oh it's like a it's like a ritual yeah it's like okay. a ritual and okay. like you summon spirits yeah okay yeah I know uh, what you're talking about so I can through all this I can probably conclude that the book she bought was not a joke yeah she took it serious yeah so let, uh let's just recap everything because that's the end of what we know so far okay. we're about to get into some theories so the Family were buying a 40 acres of land, went missing. They found their truck with $32,000 cash in it. Uh, they didn't have their cell phones, didn't have any money with them, so it's safe to say that they weren't planning on being away from the truck for a long time. What about the 32? The what? The money. What about it? You said they didn't have any cash with them. No, like their bodies had, like they left all their cash in the truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay my bad, okay. my bad. I, I can see how that's confusing. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't... Their dog, Maisie, if they thought... They wouldn't leave her in a car like that if they knew they were going to be... Yeah, if they didn't think they were going to be gone for yeah. a while. Yeah. Uh, there was a photo of Madison on Bobby's phone that was very creepy, again, on my Instagram. Uh, their bodies were found, but it was due decomposed to find any causes of death. Four years later. Yeah, four years four later. Four years. And they actually had a bunch of uh, bones missing. So What? And they were practical. They were witches. And he wanted a gun that could shoot demons. What if they made, like, what if, okay, I was thinking about this yesterday when I was researching this. He wanted bullets that could shoot demons, like, bless, like, put holy water on it. Yeah. Why didn't he just get a water gun with holy water in it? That would make more sense. That would, that would be. More logical. Yeah. The first theory is that Bobby's dad, Bobby Dean Jamison, killed the family. Okay. Uh, Bobby and Sherilyn filed a protective order against Bobby's dad six months before their disappearance. Is this factual or is this part of the theory? This is factual. This part. Oh, okay. Factual. So it's yeah. like building up. To yeah, yeah. So this this actually happened. Uh, he had apparently threatened to kill Bobby, Sherilyn, and his granddaughter Madison over some business dealings. Uh, so they own. So like Bobby and Bobby's dad owned a type of store I think it was a gas station but they had a business disagreement that resulted in a huge fight uh, in this protective order Bobby alleged that his father was a very dangerous man who was involved with prostitutes gang and meth which is yeah good dad so all of that led up to him killing his son and son's wife and granddad yeah well it, this theory is weak in my mind, but a lot yeah. of people believe it. Uh, but these threats were not empty because Bobby's dad did hit. Yeah, Bobby. I mean, if they did follow that restraining order yeah. and stuff like that. But Bobby's dad hit him with a car. Yeah. <laughs> On November 1st, 2008. I bet it hurt. This is highly improbable to me because his father was in very poor health for a while before the family's disappearance. In matter of fact, he died two months after the family went missing. So probably not him but some people say that like bobby's brother said that their disappearance that during the time of their disappearance he was either in a hospital or a uh, nursing home and was not capable of murder well i also feel like if somebody did kill them for nobody to find them within four years yeah. i feel like there'd be a lot of work done yeah. and, you and said he was in poor condition there's no yeah. way and the the money if somebody killed them why wouldn't you take the 32 grand exactly uh, anyway, the most plausible form of the story is that Bobby's dad actually hired someone to kill them, which is unlikely. Regardless, he was cleared as a person of interest. Or maybe they planted the money on him. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> they planted the money on them. Well, I haven't mentioned this, but uh, Bobby and Sherilyn were they were con artists. They oh. they did scam like they they sued everybody for anything. Might have been something you should have said earlier. I yeah, know. I probably should have said that earlier. But Bobby <laughs> Bobby ended up did getting a sixty thousand dollars settlement a couple of years before, but. Yeah, and that's where they think the money might have came from. Yeah. But they... If somebody would have killed him, dude, they're taking the money. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Yeah, that's why this is it's so odd, but that's... But they... I didn't want to mention the 60 gram because you would think, oh, that's exactly where the money came from. But that's actually highly improbable because they didn't have any money. <laughs> like, during their time of disappearance, they had no money. Yeah. I don't, no, people don't know how they were going to buy this 40-acre plot of land. That's why they police sought drugs. Uh, the next... And the next theory is a murder suicide. <laughs> what was that? What you just do, Josh Estes? It was Will. It was Will. Oh, okay. Wait, let's talk about Will for a second. Yeah, we're talking about here. Will. Like, where, 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 I thought you were going somewhere, Will. Yeah, Will. Why? Why do you? What happened? Well, you left and you came know, back. I wanted to support the podcast. So no, that's not no, what it was. No, that's yeah, not yeah, what it was. No. Forget Will. Forget mm-hmm. Will. Woo! Anyway, fun. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but the murder suicide story. Begins with the Jameson home was not a happy place. Bobby and Sherilyn's relationship was not a very stable one. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Just from what you've told me, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I haven't told you is they end up finding an 11-page hate letter from Sherilyn to Bobby in the family's truck. I didn't want to mention that earlier because it would kind of... Yeah. Uh, in this letter, Sherilyn raged against her husband, calling him a loner and a hermit who didn't care about his daughter. Well, she's married to him, so... Yeah, what does I, it make her? I mean, it was it was it was a li- it was literally a list of the things she hated about Bobby, and she also wrote that she wanted a divorce. Good marriage. Yeah. Well, this... then why, why why were they even together that long? Dude, they were in a they probably cast love spells on each other. I don't freaking know. I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> I can teach you. I mean, I get all the ladies. I don't know. Don't <laughs> this theory is supported by the fact that Sherilyn was known to own a, own a twenty-two caliber pistol that she carried with her in the truck. Furthermore, the coroner found a small hole in Bobby's skull, which it might have been from a bullet, but it was later concluded not from a bullet. But those local hunters highly disagreed and thought it was from a bullet. How, how, how intelligent be? were these hunters? <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, I don't really know, man. <laughs> like, how are they going to be able to look at some bones from four years ago? Oh, that looks like a bullet hole. Right yeah, there. that's what that's what's highly improbable. Will, would you? Well, I was going to say, like, how did the coroner know for sure that it wasn't from a bullet hole? Uh, I'm not a coroner. I'm not really. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, just food for thought. Yeah, food for thought. I mean, it could have been. Probably not. It wasn't. But both, uh, all the rest of the bones had no evidence of injuries that anybody had been shot. And the gun has never been found. So, okay. if she, if if it w- was a murder-suicide, they never been found. The gun that she used to kill with him. Uh, but you said the bodies were laying together. Correct? Yeah, they were all. They were literally all beside each other. Like okay, they were found yeah. together. I mean, what is she gonna do? Shoot him? Shoot herself and throw the gun? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> witchcraft, though. You gotta think about that. Sherilyn's. I, yeah. I don't care. Like that. Oh, I mean, I'm getting to the witchcraft part. I'm getting to the witchcraft okay. part. Sherilyn's friend, uh, her name is Nikki, explained away the hateful letter, saying that Sherilyn wrote her husband. Sherilyn wrote bad things about her husband all the time whenever they came to her mind, but then she would move on that she loved Bobby. If this theory was to be correct, I don't think only Sherilyn could have been the one that committed this crime. What if her husband, Bobby, found this letter 
and then decided. Yeah, because you said it was found in the truck, right? Yeah, it was found in the truck. So there, this most people will focus on Sherilyn killing. But what yeah, but if this would have happened, how would they not have found a gun? I don't know, man. <laughs> that makes no sense. I mean, it, it would really help if we had a cause of death, but we really don't. Yeah, that... like we can't even we can't even say that it was. Uh, yeah, like a bunch of people say, okay, the daughter ran away, ran away two point five miles away from the truck, and her parents caught up to her. How? What six year old can run that far? And that I could fast? When I was six. And know where they're going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You could when you were six. Yes. You run 2.5 yes. miles faster than your parents. Yes. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe it was the wrong family that women. Anyway. <laughs> so, and the lowest it got in those eight days before they found the truck was uh, 40 degrees. So, hypothermia really yeah, I mean, killed them. Yeah, it's not really that yeah. cold. It's pretty cold, but it's not cold enough yeah the next theory is the next theory is it was a meth deal gone wrong this area was known for its many meth labs you know your part of town's not good if it's known for the meth labs yeah and bobby had recently reported someone in the local area for running one so bobby told he's a tattle he's a snitch Uh yeah Uh uh-oh uh the family could have been victims of revenge bobby may have just been a great dude and was trying to do what was right yeah, and piss somebody that, off and that, they killed him. Yeah, that's there what it says that they could have just accidentally stumbled on an illegal drug activity, saw more than they were supposed to, and were killed to keep quiet. But if that did happen again, they would have took the cash out of the truck. I feel like. Yeah, especially with the drug dealers. Like. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been left there so not to raise any more suspicion that drugs were involved. Yeah. The final theory is that the Jamesons were members of a satanic cult, which would not shock me at all. Uh, Sherilyn's mother actually claims that her daughter and son-in-law and granddaughter was in an Oklahoma cult, quote, hit list. The granddaughter, too? Yeah. I don't know why. At six years old? Yeah. I mean, dude, they were... I don't I don't think satanic cults care how old you are. It, yeah, probably not. <laughs> and they were involved in witchcraft, so it didn't really, like... It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Sherilyn's mother stated that that part of Oklahoma is known for that, cults and stuff like that. From what I've been told, from what I've read, I was told that she was on a cult's hit list, which is hard to understand, but what she's saying is that she was told that they were on a cult's hit list. The weird thing about this is there was no cults known in this area, but she, like Sherilyn's mother said that it's known for stuff like that. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. I'm not from there. Yeah. Uh, police have never found any links to this. And she went on to say that there's no way Bobby and Sherilyn would have put their daughter in danger, but I'm not so sure about that. I'm getting so many mixed signals. Like, this it's, is crazy. It's, this is literally a crazy story. I have some more theories. I think that the cult one is very probable, and I think that maybe maybe that they did have the 60 grand I mentioned earlier, and they only took, what would that be, like 28 grand? They had 60. Yeah. So they only took 28 grand with them because there was a briefcase that they loaded into the car that was never found. It shows on the video them putting a briefcase in the car, and it wasn't found in the car at all, and it wasn't found near their bodies. So maybe they would have kept that money, but... And there was no gun, no weapon, No anything. gun, no weapon, and they never they never found her gun, not at home or anything. So it's like somebody brought it with them. Somebody killed them. Somebody killed them. Probably it wasn't animals, and it wasn't hyperthermia. They were it's, scared to take the money because they knew that they might could get traced like that. I don't know. I, I, it, it's so weird. Thousands. 
but they didn't realize that the other 32,000. Yeah, yeah, that's what that, yeah, they might have, Will said that they might have known, they might have not known about the 32,000, uh-huh. whoever the people that killed them were. But again, they did not have this money at the time that anybody knew about. I don't know if I had that type of money, if I would be telling people, but not even like her, Sherilyn's son from another father was aware, aware of this. It. Yeah, I mean, it's, this story is so crazy. I'm so happy I stumbled upon this because it is. There's no way this case can ever be solved unless somebody comes forward or more evidence is found. It's it's absolutely crazy. I mean, do you have any? Dude, I'm literally so confused as to what <laughs> may have could happen. Yeah, I, I I honestly think that it maybe Bobby's they, dad hiring someone might be like that's con- I don't know. But that, then that doesn't explain why they had the money and. Why they? Uh, I think they were high when yeah. they were loading the truck. I mean, because the videos. I mean, the, something's what, up. Yeah, something's watch up. a video on my Instagram. It is. You can tell that I, I think they're on meth, and I think that they're so dazed, and I think they didn't understand what they were doing. They or put that, their daughter in the car, and then they somehow. I think. I think the most plausible is the crack theory that they were going out there for a drug deal, and then. They were going to buy a bunch of drugs, and they brought the child or something. They didn't like it, and were killed right there on the spot. Good parenting. They could have been shot in somewhere else in their body and blood out, and not hit a bone. Yeah, I mean, that it's, is possible. It, it, and nobody was strangled. Them. I mean, I, I assume. You know, they tell if you're strangled by if your uh, hyoid bone is broken, as to, as far as my knowledge, and they didn't. I've never read anything mentioning their hyoid bone was broken, but you know, it could have been missing. I think that bone's small. And a hunter is not gonna notice that. I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, it's just, somebody just walking through the woods is not gonna be looking that close. I don't think. Yeah. Anyway, these. And it was so long after. Yeah. I mean, I mean, eight years. No, wait, four years. Yeah, four years. Four years. Four years. It's. I mean, it's just so sad. The little daughter is so cute. I mean, look at her. Gorgeous. There's another. Yeah. There's another. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> there was another. Uh, there was another theory that I didn't mention. I just looked at when I saw this picture. Is that there was a plot? Okay, I don't. This theory's stupid to me. There was a plot to kidnap, to kidnap Madison, but she was—I mean, she was found dead by her parents. So, it was the ghost, dude. I'm telling you, that's what they were looking at in the surveillance cameras. Yeah, but when uh, when the Jamesons' bodies were found, there was a dried flower, like included with her remains. So, like somebody put a flower. Oh, dude, that's Ooh. weird. That is weird. And my voice just broke. It's okay. And everybody's going to be able to hear it. I didn't hear you. Now they're going to make fun of me. I can edit that out. No. This is just... Josh's... His body's changing. His body's changing. Okay, but what you just... What you just said was extremely creepy. Somebody planted that flower on them? Yeah, it's like... it. Well, I mean, she could have just picked a flower. Be like, oh my God. And then died somehow, like... But it looks like somebody gave her... (laughs) It looks like there was a dried flower. You would think a dried flower would decompose. After four years, but that's no, what I'm it, saying. What if it was it like? What if it was recent? Yeah, I know. That's oh my god, I didn't think about that. It, yeah, it's just this theory is very. I mean, this uh, story is very odd to me. Wait, did you say the flower was was factual? Yeah, the flower was. Yeah, the flower was actually factual. But that's so creepy. That had to be recently, dude. There's no way. A I don't. Flower's I mean, it could. You. Yeah, it's it's. Mm. Especially after after it's picked. And the thing about when when I read it, it ju- it was just thrown in. It was like, and there was a dried flower found on her. Yeah, like no big deal. Yeah. Just... Well, I mean, to support like the idea that it was planted. I mean, like your body goes limp. I'm assuming like when you die, right? So I mean, yeah, rigor mortis, spiders. Yeah, or snakes. I meant snakes. So, so I mean, the nerves. You know how they keep moving. Yeah. 
There's some more food for thought. Like, it was planted. Like, there's no it, yeah, I, I, I really think it was. Dude, it's got to be. I don't be. know. It's, it's got to be. It's creepy. It's, it, 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 I don't know. But, uh. And I, me, personally, I don't do witchcraft, so this witchcraft's kind of freaking me out over here. Not yeah, witchcraft. So, that really concludes everything I have about this episode. Uh, Josh, you have any comments? Uh, not really, but thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming on. You were very, you were last minute addition. Not saying you were second choice, just saying that I was first choice. But there was a greasy a hair. Fe- yeah, there was a greasy hair fella that I, tr- I put my trust in, and he broke my heart. He did break your heart, and you're so very jo- vulnerable right now. I'm, I'm very sorry, vulnerable. but my boys got me. Will I got Josh, you. I'm, Will here. Josh. I'm here. Mainly me, but yeah, mainly Josh. And his name was uh, what was his name? I forgot his name. Uh, it doesn't even matter, really. It's like. Like Jasper, his last name's like Jet. No, have Bar- you, uh, Birmingham. Hold on, have you ever have you ever watched Superbad? Do you know Jesse the bully who makes fun of Seth? Yeah, that's him. That is that, him. That, oh him. my goodness! Yeah. I didn't know he's famous. Maybe I should have yeah. him on. Uh, but it, this this case will never be solved unless more evidence is found yeah. or somebody comes forward. It really was cool talking about it though. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I hope to have you on again. Is there anything you would like to plug? Not really. For all my like thirteen listeners. Oh yeah. I got it. Start listening more. We need more yeah, listeners. Yeah, start listen. If you're listening to this, listen more. Yeah, and tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Get get the word out there. Follow me on Twitter at a amateur analyst and my Instagram at the amateur analyst. And my TikTok is Josh Estes zero three. Just <laughs> he's TikTok famous. TikTok yeah, famous. I have like two hundred k, but it's no big deal. <laughs> All right, Josh. Thank you for coming on. And uh, yes, sir. Thank you, and tune in next Monday for a new episode.